Minus three is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Must be 21 or older. Minus three with Dave Damashek. Spoiler alert, 15 minutes from now, you're going to know the final score and best props for NFL Week 10. Like that old Patriots quarterback who won a Super Bowl for the Buccaneers, but really wanted to play the Dolphins, likes to say, let's go. Right to it then, Jags, Niners, Super Bowl contenders, yes and yes. Pretty boy first overall, V, Mr. Irrelevant Purdy. Niners have been to seven Super Bowls. Jacksonville's been to zero. Here's a weird thing. The Niners' last Super Bowl win in January of 1995 was eight months before the Jags played their first game ever. Hench, 1.8 seconds, surprise trivia quiz. Who was the Jags' starting quarterback that day? Did he play beep, for Spaghetti's? Beep, beep, beep. Oh, well, 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 Spaghetti. Where'd he go to school? Notre Dame. Come on, we don't have time for this. Let's go. You're right. To Sunday's game in Duval County. Uh, the home team, plus three, total 45 and a half. I say the Niners go in there, get right, win by five. Hedge house, say you. In your garage, Sheck, look, first of all, apologies to Niner fans. A month ago, I made the mistake of saying they could run the table and they have not won a game since. I mean, that was that was pretty amazing. I'm like coming, you know, destroying Dallas and then falling apart. But I actually think it's going to work out in the long run for the Niners that they hit this these speed bumps because first the Randy Gregory pickup, I was like, that's really smart. And then they just go and get Chase Young. I love when teams add to areas of strength. And when you look at these two teams, it's like, Who needs this one more? The Niners need a win. I think the real Niners show up. I don't think it's that close. I like Niners 31-17. I mean, great point. So little buzz about Chase Young. What a huge ad that could and should be. Spaghetti, how say you? You know, I love the Jaguars. I did pick them in our preseason to make the AFC title game, but I think this is definitely a get-right game here for the for the 49ers coming off the bye. They're not going to lose, what, four in a row? Um, so this is the parlay that I like. Everyone knows that Christian McCarver is going to score a touchdown. It's just that's the way it is. He will score every game he's healthy, and he's that good. He's uh, nine touchdowns in the year, which is, I think is second in the NFL. But another guy who is really good at scoring touchdowns is Travis Etienne. So you're not going to win any money betting on CMC to score. Parlay them together. The guy who's third the NFL in touchdowns with seven with the guy that's second in the NFL with nine. You're going to get a plus 240. ETN has six touchdowns in the last five games for himself, too. So mash that together. You'll win a lot of money. Neat one. Brady Lemieux, the handsome aggregate of our picks, says the Niners win and cover. That's one game down. More to come real quick, though. A look in the rearview mirror at how we got here nine weeks through. Congratulations, Henshin Spaghetti. They both went eight and five last week. Brady Lemieux was one over. I'd rather not talk about my week nine. Instead, I'll point you to being 16 over on the season. But what's done is done next. Texans, Bengals, Stroud, Burrow, both back in Ohio, not far from the big horseshoe. So many overlaps on the recent Heisman ceremony Venn diagram among Buckeyes and the best players from the other few CFB heavyweights. You recall Stroud being there last December, along with Georgia Stetson Bennett when SC's Caleb Williams won. And Stroud was there in 21 when Bama's Bryce Young got it. And in 2019, former Buckeye Burrow won with Ohio State's Justin Fields and Chase Young and Oklahoma by way of Alabama's Jalen Hurts by his side. And then in 2018, Oklahoma's Kyler Murray got it with Buckeye's Dwayne Haskins and Bama's Tua T. 
And to bring it full circle, way back in 1975 when Ohio State's running back, Archie Griffin, won, the runner-up was, of course, Georgia Stetson Bennett. Okay, I made that last part up. But big picture, what's it all mean? doesn't mean anything. I just thought you guys would think it was interesting. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Let me ask you a question, Eddie Spaghetti. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? But before you answer, two words, Caesar's rewards. Those are the two words. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. I'm talking about hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, even more than just that. It's not only an app, it's an empire. 21 plus must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call one 800 Next Step, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text. Hope NY. This Sunday, it is the Texans up there in Queen City. Total is 48. I say the Bengals are for real. 29-20. Hench, I'll say you. Uh, I think, you know, the Bengals are for real, but I don't think they cover that big number against C.J. Stroud. It's funny. You know, we talk about quarterbacks and their weapons and like, well, look who he's playing with. And, you know, they don't get open or, you know, but the fact is, C.J. Stroud is is making Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and Noah Brown look like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and and uh, and and Tyler Boyd. Um, so I like C.J. Stroud to keep it close. Bengals win twenty eight twenty seven in in a quarterback orgy. Right there with a Bengal on your T shirt, and you're going the other way. Spaghetti, how say you? Yeah, I'm pretty much with Hench exactly on this one. 33-27, Cincy, but Houston does cover, and I am going to ride that CJ Stroud train. He's playing just so well. He's not going to throw five touchdown passes or throw for 470-plus versus the Bengals, but I do like him to go over the one-and-a-half touchdown mark here. It's plus 110. He's 14 in the season, which is already seventh in the NFL. He's thrown two or more in the end uh, five of the games this year. He's that good. He's breaking the Buckeye quarterback curse, but uh, Houston wins, but the Bengals do. Uh, the Houston covers, but the Bengals do win. Well, Brady Lemieux is riding along with you. No three-car garage. We all think the Bengals are winning, but Brady Lemieux and you guys think that uh, that since he does not cover that game. From the Queen City to Charm City, Browns at Ravens. It's Lamar and Watson. One guy's contract has helped his fellow Purple Birds soar. The other guy's is a looming albatross. I'm not going to say which is which, though. Why? Because I'm classy. Both teams playing well overall. Ravens chasing the one seed and blowing out all comers of late, but an important, if obvious, detail going forward. Each of the four AFC North teams still has at least three more divisional games. When I look at that, I see the final scene of Reservoir Dogs where everyone's shooting everyone except for Steve Buscemi. So who's going to be Mr. Pink this Sunday? It's the Purples, of course. I say Baltimore gets him by a touchdown 21-14. Hench, I'll say you. 
Uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's funny this, uh, this, I didn't think of this, uh, as a matchup of birds, but it really is. It's, it's the mm -hmm. Ravens versus an albatross. It's, you know, and, and the fact is, uh, the, the Browns, this, this should be a great game. I think if the Browns had Chubb, mm -hmm. you know, the Browns lost Jake Conklin or Jack Conklin opening night, mm -hmm. Dewan Jones, who replaced him at right tackle is dinged. And their quarterback's not very good. I mean, like, this should be such a close physical game if the Browns had a good quarterback and they were physically healthy. But the fact is, I mean, as good as that Browns defense is, it does get demoralizing after a while when, mm -hmm. when your offense is inferior. And look, I mean, we're all watching what the Ravens are doing to good teams. Like, it's crazy. So I, I like the Ravens to win comfortably 30-21. Boy, they just should have kept Baker Mayfield, absolutely. And to your point about defense is getting worn down when the other side, the other unit is letting them down. Look at those New York Jets. Spaghetti, how say you? I'm going 22-17 Baltimore over Cleveland here, but the Brownies do cover. Uh, my prop is, uh, you know, well, is this Baltimore Ravens offense right now with Todd Munkin is kind of coming together, and I am impressed with what I'm seeing. So now my prop is going to go uh, directly against that, but it's no fault of, of Lamar Jackson or the Ravens offense. It's just because this Browns defense is, like, phenomenal. Like, one of the best defenses we've seen in quite some time. Lamar Jackson under 209.5 pass yards is minus 119. He's done this. Uh, he's gone under five times this season but again that's not why it's because the Browns are allowing the fewest completions the fewest attempts the worst completion percentage for quarterbacks the least amount of pass yards allowed third in touchdown passes allowed second in yards per attempt and what does this mean again teams are not throwing against them because they're this good I think it's we're going to see a heavy run attack from the uh the Baltimore Ravens in this game which is why Lamar goes under again Baltimore wins Cleveland covers Yes, we all say that the Ravens win. Spaghetti ruins the three-car garage. Brady Lemieux says he likes the birdies up to seven. Motor City on the way to L.A. Basically, it's the plot of Beverly Hills Cop with Dan Campbell in the Axel Foley role, of course, originally played by Eddie Murphy, who shouldn't be confused with Detroit's longtime kicker, Eddie Murray, who himself shouldn't be confused with Orioles Hall of Famer, Eddie Murray. Now, I don't want to, I, I don't know if Eddie Murphy ever met Eddie Murray, which would be cool, but Bill Murray did. And we definitely do not have time to talk about the fact that Eddie Spaghetti's real name is Eddie Murphy. That part is true. This ball game is stylistically kind of like the bad boys against Showtime Detroit in good shape in the NFC are those lions murkier in the AFC for the bolts. The number is moving ever so slightly towards Detroit the home team catching three, 48 and a half is the total on that one. I say the Lions get it. 28-24, Hench, I'll say you. Oh, man. I mean, we're our cars are so close. We, our cars might be touching in this garage. It's not. We need a bigger garage Ooh. because I, I also have the Lions winning by four, 31-27. I'm not sure uh, I've ever seen a less impressive three-touchdown victory than the hmm. Chargers' victory over the Jets. I mean – they just, I feel like they only would have beaten Zach Wilson. Like it was, <laughs> they couldn't move the ball. They, they, you know, drops, couldn't run the ball. And the Lions, so the Chargers are coming off a three touchdown victory. See, uh, the Lions obviously got obliterated before their bye. And it, it, it's kind of like, I think that that Ravens blowout was so good for the Lions. Like it, it's some, if there's any such thing as a good loss, lick your wounds, flush it down the toilet come in healthy to, to play uh, L.A. with no home field advantage. And, and you know, it's funny. Jameer Gibbs has emerged, right, with, with Montgomery out. And it's like 
when Thunder and Lightning are together, I think that that team's going to be very hard to stop. I think they're for real, for real in the NFC. Speaking of which, I can't wait to see how the Seahawks respond to their drubbing at the hands of Baltimore recently. Spaghetti, how say you on this one? Uh, yeah, I'm going 34-30 Detroit over the Chargers here. I definitely think there's going to be a huge Lions presence in SoFi. It's a reason for these fans to travel and get to a destination location here. And uh, I think they are a supremely balanced team. Uh, they're just figuring out how to use both those running backs at the right time and plenty of passing weapons there. Uh, but my prop, though, is going to go on the Chargers side. And this is kind of a fun one. Justin Herbert over 11 and a half rush yards. It's minus 115. Surprisingly, he's done this already five times this season. He has 32 rushing attempts. You don't really think of him as a mobile quarterback or a rushing quarterback, but he kind of is because he's run the ball at least once in every single game. I think it's a very low number for him. I could see two scrambles getting this job done. You'll win you some money. So Herbert over rush yards, Detroit over the Chargers. Beep, 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 beep. Four car garage, including Brady Lemieux. Lions up to four. They win and cover. And now a quick break. Back to the AFC North with the Steelers, who are hosting the Packers in a Super Bowl 45 rematch. You know, I think of this game very often. I watched it live. If Rashard Mendenhall hadn't fumbled to start the fourth quarter, there's a good chance Aaron Rodgers is now Marino 2.0, which is to say yes on the gold jacket, but no on the silver football trophy. He did win, though, and now his replacement, Jordan Love, needs to win to keep the Packers in the 23 playoff race. I say the Steelers win. They don't cover typical Mike Tomlin game. Pittsburgh gets it 12 to 11. Hench, I'll say you. <laughs> 12 to 11. That's his goal. That's what he wants. That's what he keeps doing. Well, I'm not in your garage on this one, although you'll be happy with the garage I'm in. You know, of course, betting on the Steelers to play a close game is a pretty safe bet. But for those of us, those those us mean cynics who, who just want Aaron Rodgers to be sad every day, it, it – it felt too good to be true when Jordan Love came out of the gate uh, uh, smoking, and it turned out to be too good to be true. He's uh -huh. he he he's not that good, and uh, I think he gets exposed by this the Steelers' pass rush and defense. I like the Steelers. I don't think it's close. Twenty seven ten. This might be their only blowout victory of the year. Beware, NFL, if they get Minka with T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward cooking with gas. That defense, spaghetti. How say you? Yeah, I am going to go back to the uh, Pittsburgh playing a close game. They're going to win this one 18 to 14 over the Packers here. And Hench was talking about Jordan Love started the season, I believe, with six touchdown pass in the first two games. And then I don't know what's happened with him. He's only thrown uh, one touchdown or less in five of his last six games. On the other side of the ball, Kenny Pickett only has one game this year with two touchdown passes. If you parlay, parlay them together uh, under one and a half touchdown passes each, it's minus 107. I just gave you the stats why I think it's be a tight game. Probably an ugly game, but uh, the Steelers just find ways to win these ugly close games, and they will. Packers um, may have a question mark quarterback going forward, which is sad to say. Cynical spaghetti. Doesn't like the young QBs. Brady Lemieux says Steelers win and cover next. New Orleans at Minnesota, who've played each other four times in the playoffs this century. Weird. Keenan to Diggs, Kirk to Kyle, and most memorably, I say, in aught nine, the title game. Lucky for Drew Brees, Brett Favre farved in overtime, or he too would be like Marino singing the lombardi blues in this one. The home team, plus two and a half. I say the Saints go in there and win at 23-19. Hench, how say you? Uh, well, this garage is ridiculous because I have I have it Saints 24-20, so we have the exact same four-point margin. What's wild about, you know, go figure these Vikings. Obviously, 
that Josh Dobbs performance, one for the ages. <laughs> the irony is wonderful. Yeah. The Vikings are doomed this week because the problem, the best wide receiver in football is back, right? That it's if you look at the Vikings record, can't win when he plays, can't can't lose when he's sidelined. It's insane. Uh, I, I feel like that trend continues. Uh, Saints by four. Spaghetti. I'm going 24-23 uh, New Orleans over Minnesota. They get a last-second field goal or score just to put them ahead and win. So that means Minnesota does cover. I honestly just want to root for the Vikings every single game the rest of the year, obviously because of Josh Jobs, but also because they're going for it. They knew they were in a spot to, to make the playoffs. They lose Kirk Cousins, and they're proactive. They get him. I love that mentality. Uh, but my prop bet, though, on the other side, Alvin Kamara, since he's returned, he's been so involved in the offense, whether it's the rushing attack or the passing game. I think over 51.5 rush yards is plus 104. I think it's a very low number for him because he's pretty much done this in every game he's played this year. He just makes all the world's difference uh, in that offense with him. So Kamara over Minnesota covers, but Saints get the win. Lemieux says Saints win and cover. I'm getting it. We're going for one. We're going for one more extra point. Tommy DeVito, is he a clown? Does he amuse you? He does the sports book. Cowboys, America's alleged team, plus 16 and a half. I think this number goes up even further. Against my better judgment, I'm taking the Cowboys 33-13 hedge. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys 27 to 0. I mean, no, I, I seriously don't see how the Giants score a point in this game. Like the 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 DeVito thing, it, it's like, has he played quarterback in his life? I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I feel bad for for spaghetti, but like. This is this looks like a I mean, obviously, the, the Cowboys wrecked the Giants opening week. This looks like a, a guaranteed repeat of that massacre. Spaghetti go 35 10 Dallas over the Giants. Uh, Hench is right. The week one game, it, it was a real you know gut punch because you had expectations. This game, no expectations. It's just more sad than a gut punch. I do think the Giants will score because of Saquon. Uh, my barometer was how he played versus the Jets defense, and he had arguably the best game of his career when they knew you could not pass the ball. Tommy DeVito does not know the playbook. They had to go over each play in practice yesterday. Saquon over 62 and a half rush yards, minus 119. He's done in five and six games he's played in this year. And like I said, DeVito. Vito does not know the playbook. He has to hand the ball over to 26. Giants lose miserably. Terrible season. I hate this game. I hate this team. Can we squeeze in one more spaghetti or is it yeah, a wrap? Most definitely not. All right. Look at the out-of-pod scores. They're all there for you. We appreciate you watching. Best wishes to your team, unless they're playing my team. We'll talk to you after week 10, before week 11. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. <laughs>